Chala Perik Gimel, Mishnah Yud, 310, the last of the Perik. And in fact, it's going to seem uh, fairly redundant, superfluous, in as much as I've done a lot of this work in explaining the Hagdamas to the previous Mishnah, certainly Mishnah Zayin and Ches. But here the Mishnah says inside, If you take some sourdough from a batch of wheat dough, which was obligated in that is obligated in the challah requirements, and you put it into a batch of rice flour to make dough there. Now, the rice flour, of course, is exempt from challah because not one of the five species. But as we said before, if there's a mixture that includes wheat and rice together and you can taste the wheat, as we said back previously, then the whole obligation of taking challah applies to the entire dough, which gets the status of wheat because of tam ke'ikar. You can taste it. So it says, Im tam dagan, if you can taste the grain, meaning the wheat, the whole batch needs to be tithed as challah. I mean, the challah has to be taken from the whole mixture, including the rice component. Vim love patura. But if not, meaning if you can't taste the wheat, but you know some's in there, doesn't matter. The whole mix is exempt. Right? So in other words, the little bit of wheat that's in there is lost, um, even though was tevel before, meaning needs to be tied, the challah taken from it, it's lost in the mix. So that we had, that contradicts what we said previously. We had said the principle was, on the one hand, yes, if you can taste the wheat, it's not bottle, but if you can't taste it, it is bottle. But we also said that when it comes to tevel mixture, the the there's never bittle. So, and we explained two reasons for that. Why? Either because um, the way it permits is the way it forbids, meaning since even a single grain can permit uh, the whole harvest as truma, so then even a single grain can make the whole thing forbidden. Um, alternatively, we said it's a devar mishishlam matirin, and therefore it's not battle. We said this already before. The point is, so which one is it? Is it that if you can't taste the wheat, it is battle and no need to take further challah, or is it that challah, uh, tevel that has to have challah removed is never battle, even any amount, and you need to take Take the challah. So which one is it? The Gemara says, lama amru oser Why does it therefore say, says the Mishnah, that any tiny amount of tevel, meaning challah obligated dough, should forbid in any tiny amount? So the Gemara answers, yeah, because that's min bamino. It's true, it's not batal, not annulled, but only if you're talking about a mixture of min bamino, where both the heter and the isra, they're permitted and forbidden, the tevel and the chulin, are of the exact same species, like wheat with wheat. But vishalobamino, if it's two different types of foods, in other words, you have wheat flour mixing with rice flour, benosentam. So then the threshold isn't uh, any tiny amount, but as long only if you can still taste the wheat, then it's tam keikar and needs to be tithed. But once the wheat can only be tasted, it's considered to be bottle, and uh, and then no need to take hal anymore. And again, I explained this back in, in Mishnah Ches, the, the rationale, the two rationales given the Gemara for why that would be.